Hello, thanks for checking out the KZMC podcast. My name is April Zaire, and I'm an associate pastor at KZMC. This podcast is a recording of sermon teachings from our 9.30 a.m. Sunday morning worship gatherings. We release a new episode every Tuesday. If you're looking to check out our Sunday mornings, you can find our live stream over on our YouTube channel on Kingsfield Zurich Mennonite Church. We'd also love to have you join us in person. You can find out all the details about our Sunday mornings on our website, kzmc.ca. Thanks for listening and have a great day. There's a song that uh, came out probably a couple of years ago now that it's, it's been a fairly popular song in the, uh, in the, in the Christian music world, a song by uh, Lauren Daigle called You Say. And uh, we're going to play that in a few minutes. And just giving a heads up to those who are, who are joining online that uh, we, we don't have the rights to stream that. And so your stream is going to go blank for a couple of minutes. But Taylor's put the link for that video uh, in the, the weekly reminder. So you can watch it as we're, we're doing that as well. And I, and I want to use that song as a, a bit of a, a springboard, a, biz, a bit of a way of helping us to prepare our, our hearts and our minds to listen and hear what it is that God wants to say to us today. So you and I carry many different titles describing who we are and, and what we do. I mean, to the world, I'm, I'm a man, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm an uncle, a friend. I'm a, a pastor, I'm a leader in the wider church, I'm a, I'm a school bus driver. And you can make your own list of all the things that, that you are and, and how people see you. Those things tend to be about what we do, but there's another list of things and labels that we sometimes put on ourselves or others put on us as well that are really more, more about our value than our role. And there's lots of voices that tell us who they think we are. Sometimes those voices come from ourselves. Sometimes they come from the world. Sometimes they come from the enemy to try and and tear us down. And as we just heard in that scripture from Ephesians, we used to have an old nature. We used to be a certain way before we we accepted the the gift of grace, the gift of, of grace through Jesus that welcomes us into a new life. And often the voice of the world and the voices of the enemy wants us to remember those old things, the things that used to describe us so that we can't hear the new thing that that God is, how God sees us now in this new relationship. And those voices can can battle against us. Those can be things like whether you are a success or a failure, whether you're loved or unloved, Respected or disrespected. Attractive or unattractive. Likeable or unlikable. Difficult or easy to get along with. And that list can go on and on as well. But what I want us to to think about and really focus our attention on this morning is who does God say you are? In this new relationship that you have with God through Jesus, through the, the grace that we've experienced and accepted for ourselves, Who does God say you are now? Because those voices that come from the world, that come from the enemy, that even come from ourselves, because of our own pain and our own hurt from the past, can sometimes drown out the voices. And so before we watch the video, I just want to pause and and pray and, and just invite us to together quiet our hearts 
and invite the Holy Spirit to speak to us. God, we want to hear your voice today. God, would you speak to, to us as, as a body of believers, but also as, as individual followers of you, Jesus, and help us to hear the words that you have for us. Help us to grow in our understanding of who you say we are. And God, may these words, these reminders, drown out the other voices that want to tell lies, that want to tear down, that want to discourage. Holy Spirit, speak to us. Give us hearts that are open and ears to hear what you're saying to us. In Jesus' name, amen. So let's play the video now, please. This really isn't a message this morning so much as it is a reminder of things that maybe we already know, things we've ever heard of. It isn't a, a message with an outline or three points. Really, all I'm wanting to do this morning is to use God's Word to remind each one of us of how God sees us, who God says we are. And so we're going to just listen to a number of Bible passages that, that do that, that remind us of what God says about us. Sometimes I'll, usually I'll just let the passage speak for itself. Once in a while I may say something about it. We'll probably have some times where there's a bit of silence in between just so we can let it sink in and, and soak into our hearts and our minds. Those other voices that, that we hear can be so loud and so overwhelming that we can forget about the voice of the one who created us and what God says and thinks about us. And so my hope is that as we just listen to God's word today, that, that we will be encouraged, that we'll be energized, we'll be reminded of who God says we are. And down the road, if you are feeling down, discouraged, those other voices are becoming overwhelming and, and overbearing, that these things will remind you. In Jesus, these are the things that God says about you. That you were God's child. John 1, 12-13 Yet to all who did receive Him, to those who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. You were Jesus' friend. John 15, 4, or 14 to 15. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant doesn't know what his master's business is. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I've learned from my Father, I've made known to you. You're united in the Lord. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 17. You are bought with a price and belong to God. 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20. You're a member of Christ's body. 1 Corinthians 12, 
Verse 27. You are redeemed and forgiven. Colossians 1, 13-14. For He has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son He loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. In Jesus, you are full and complete. Colossians 2, 9-10. For in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form, and in Christ, you have been brought to fullness. You are free from condemnation. Romans 8, verses 1 to 2. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives you life has set you free from the law of sin and death. In Jesus, you are assured that all things work for good. Romans 8.28 And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him and have been called according to His purpose. In Jesus, you are unable to separate yourself from God's love. Romans 8.35 Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? You are more than a conqueror. Romans 8, 37-39 No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You are hidden in, with Christ in God. Colossians 3, verse 3. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. You're a citizen of heaven. Philippians 3, verse 20. But our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. You are powerful. 2 Timothy 1, verse 7. You are able to find mercy and grace in time of need. Hebrews 4, verse 16. You are the salt and the light of the earth. Matthew 5, 13-14 You are a branch of the true vine. John 15, verse 1-5, which we looked at last week. You're connected. Your source of life comes from the vine, comes from Jesus. You are the temple of God, the dwelling place of God. 1 Corinthians 3.16 Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in your midst? You are a new creation. 
2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone. The new is here. You're seated with Christ. Ephesians 2.4-6. But because of His great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in our transgressions. It's by grace that you've been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with Him in the heavenly realms in Jesus Christ. You are God's workmanship. God made you unique. God made you who you are today. Ephesians 2, verse 10. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. You are dead to sin and alive to righteousness. Romans 6, verse 8-12. to Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with Him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, He cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over Him. The death He died, He died once for all. Or died to sin once for all. But the life He lives, He lives to God. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive in God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal beings so that you obey its evil desires. In Jesus, you are humble and exalted. 1 Peter 5.6 Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand that He may lift you up in due time. You are free from bondage. Galatians 5.1 It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. You are Abraham's seed and heir. Galatians 3. 29. So in Christ, you were all children of God through faith. And all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male or female, for you're all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. In Jesus' We are, are fishers of men, fishers of people. Matthew 4.19 Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. You are able to do all things through Him. Philippians 4, verse 13 I can do all this through Him who gives me strength. You are provided for. Philippians 4.19 And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of His glory in Christ Jesus. You are not timid or ashamed. 2 Timothy 2.7 For the Spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. So do not be ashamed of, about the testimony of our Lord or of me as prisoner. In Jesus, you are not your own protector or defender. 
Psalm 18, 1-2. I love You, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Those are just a few passages that we could have looked at, that we did look at. I could take the next two or three Sundays to continue on and remind us all of of what God says about us, of what God says to be true of us. And I could do it without repeating any of those passages that we've already looked at. My hope is that that you've heard something that God has, has spoken to you that God's Holy Spirit has, has somehow communed with your spirit and, and spoken truth to you in a place that you needed to hear it today. That there was something there that, that has helped you to identify some of the lies that maybe have been spoken about you, whether through the world, whether through the enemy, or, or through the internal voices of, of your own mind. And my hope is that you'll be encouraged that you can go back to these truths and be energized by being reminded about what God says about you. If you and I truly grasp and truly understand what it is that God sees when He looks at us, if we can really grab hold of, of who it is that God says we are, there's powerful truth there. There's life-changing truth there. The challenges and, and the song that we listened to kind of pointed it out as well. I think in the chorus of the song is, is I, I believe what you say of me. Will we choose to believe it? Will we choose to focus on the truth of what God says about us and let that truth drown out the lies? To live by the truth whether we feel it or not, whether it feels true or not, but trust what it is that God says about us instead of those other voices. Let's pray. God, thank You that You love us. Thank You that You see us for who, you, for who You've made us to be. And thank You, Jesus, for making it possible for us to live this, this new life this life that is truly life. God, the enemy wants to steal and kill and destroy. The enemy wants us to to think about ourselves the way we used to be. Before we were free from our sin, before we were free from uh, the the power of our our disobedience and, and living at odds with You, But God, the moment that we decide to say our yes to You, the moment that we say that we are following You, that we are trusting You, Jesus, for our faith, for our salvation, for the forgiveness of our sins, for the the new life that You came to give us, the moment that we say that yes, that we are a new creation. The old is gone. We still remember it. It's still there. It's not like we've completely forgotten it. But those things aren't true of us anymore. God, help us to live out the newness 
of who we are now in You through Jesus. Help us to live that reality and help us to hear Your voice when the world tries to, to drown Your voice out. Holy Spirit, change us with these truths. Remind us of them daily. Help us to live these realities. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.